0: How to seduce a man on this week's episode of Success Convo. Welcome to Success Convo. Interesting episode for you today. I'm going to tell you how to seduce a man.
1: Except not. I'm going to, Ryan's (laughs) going to jump in and I'm sure try to poke holes in where he thinks I may be wrong or need a little refinement of my theory.
0: Here's how it's going to go down. Kate is going to bring us the realness the real quality what do you got three banging tips
1: three tips mm -hmm. three
0: banging tips zeroed in on how to seduce a guy and I am going to be the devil's advocate here because I'm a guy and I'm going to say if this will work or not so this will be actually an interesting episode for whether you're married or not whether you're single this is you know whether to look for these tips and how they play off and we're going to really have some fun with this and we're going to hold nothing back by the way this is a two episode Episode, little mini series here because the next episode we're going to flip the script and I'm going to drop three major tactics to seduce women, which I'm very good at. Am I not, Kate?
1: You're great at that. I'm very mm-hmm. good at it's it. It's almost dangerous how good you are at that. It's,
0: it's dangerous. So I'm <laughs> going to drop mine on the next episode, which will be next week. Today, Kate's got the spotlight. Let's hear it. How are you going to seduce men? I'm into this. Well,
1: first, I want to point out something because I feel like a lot of guys right now are going to shut this off and say, oh, this is not applicable to me. I'll tune in next week for Ryan. This this is applicable to you, especially all the ladies that are listening right now. They're going to try to use these tactics on you, and you're going to be able to pick them up and, and respond accordingly. So this is absolutely applicable to you. You
0: can't just look at things from one perspective. And this is an art of war tip right here. You have to understand your enemy. So that's kay? why you were reading
1: MS- MSNBC the other day.
0: That's why I was reading MSNBC. There you go. That's why I got a- CNN on notifications. <laughs> <do> that one. <laughs> all right.
1: So kicking things off with an overarching point here. Your success in seduction, this is actually for male or female, is entirely, in my opinion, dependent on mindset. So I could sit here and give you an extensive play-by-play, do this, don't do that, to get a guy talk, but it's not going to do you any good unless your mindset is right. And what I mean by that is, have you ever been around somebody who is trying super hard to be funny and it's almost painful how hard they're trying? That's you, you when you're telling a joke. <laughs> hey, don't sell me out here. You, I'm sure you've been around those people, right? Not me, Absolutely. but I'm sure you've been around those uh-huh. people. You've also, I'm, I'm sure, been around people who just don't care how things turn out. They don't care how, what people think of them. They don't care how they're perceived. And they're actually hilarious because they're not doing it to impress anybody or give off any sort of vibe. They're just doing it because that's naturally who they are as people, right? Seduction is very similar. So if you're desperate to seduce somebody, that oozes off of you and it's actually a huge turnoff. The biggest key to successful seduction is not caring, not trying, having it be effortless and having it just flow naturally, which comes with practice.
0: To win at stuff. It's about your mindset.
1: It's absolutely (laughs) right. right.
0: I mean, come on, keeps going. And I I dig it. It goes, it goes into play here. This is like, what are we talking about? We're talking about the core of power right now. Mm -hmm. This is like perfect for me because seduction Power, money, gains in life, success. This is like tapping into what what it's about. Quick question I want to ask you real quick, Kate.
1: Okay. Do you
0: believe that sex, that everything comes down to sex?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Is that what it's about? I hate saying this because it feels so shallow to say yes, but I got to say yes to that one. I think whether (laughs) we like it or not, the way we perceive the world. You guys heard it from the
0: wizard herself.
1: Well, the way we perceive the world is so driven by our hormones and sort of where we're at based on our sex. And I hate saying that because as a woman, it's, it sucks to say that, yeah, you have to, you know, and I'm going to, this is actually something controversial. I'm going to get to later and you may be sort of jumping ahead of me here, but I think there's definitely specific roles that men and women have to play to get, to become powerful and to achieve the pinnacle of their success. And that plays right into their sex. So, yeah, I think that 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 statement is probably accurate, much as I hate to admit it.
0: Which I think is going to, you know, ignite the power of these tips that we're about
1: to give. All right. So tip number one is to be the right kind of hot. And I say that in air quotes Hmm. because there's two types of hot. There's what women are told is sexy. And then there's what guys actually think is sexy. And they're not the same thing. So I researched this quite a bit before the show, and 9 out of 10 of the articles I found are laughably bad on this topic. They give advice that's just completely inappropriate, would actually cut against your attempts to seduce anybody. It would just result in probably pity or somebody laughing at you. And Um, you might
0: be wondering, why is that, that all the top articles on this and the top information is dead wrong? So why is that?
1: Well, part of it is that there's lots of magazines out there. There's lots of female-oriented TV shows, radio shows. This not being one of them, we're equal opportunity on the show. But there are a lot of uh, publications out there telling you what's hot, right? What they're telling you is actually nothing more than information that will sell products. Because if you really think about it, what women's magazines are out there touting is the latest makeup, the the you know, latest clothes in season, what the fashion designers are putting out. They want you to buy stuff because their advertisers, the ones that are spending the money, are those clothing companies. They're those makeup companies. And so a lot of the time, the information that you're getting from publications like Cosmopolitan or Glamour or Marie Claire, you name it, is actually geared towards selling a product. It's not geared toward helping you be hot or sexy in the way that you want to be. Flipping the script a little bit, and I actually heard this tip somewhere and love it. I think it's so painfully obvious but so underutilized is instead of looking at that Victoria's Secret magazine or whatever magazine happens to be there that's geared toward females look at maxim look at playboy's not a good one but look at the the male magazines there's no better way to find what a man thinks is sexy than looking at what men are looking at when is the last That's time that you saw a Kate Moss wave thin model on the cover of Maxim you don't see it because guys are looking for women that look healthy they're looking for women that have a little I hate the phrase meat on their bones but not women who are fashion mm-hmm. model thin
0: well just to say this and I don't know if I'm speaking for most men probably am I call it Skittles I'm looking for anything and everything. If it looks good, I'm <laughs> oh in. I've
1: never heard right? that one before. That's
0: exactly right. I, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I have no limits on what I find attractive. I just know it when I see it.
1: That's that's a fair point. So really for you women out there, I want you to let that sink in for a second. The next time you look at a magazine and think, well, shoot, say it's Marie Claire, and you look and say... I don't look like that. That's not my body. My face doesn't look like that. Don't worry about it because odds are that's not what guys are looking for. So get rid of those well female put. magazines. Well put. Pick up the men's magazines if you want to know what. All right. So you ready to move on to tip number two?
0: Hit me with it. I like that one. It was like different. That I one? like that one. It's unique. It's yeah, it
1: One that I, I don't hear s- stated very often, but is very powerful. And I agree with it. Number two is don't get sucked into the chase mentality. And I cannot tell you how many times I've heard people say it, how many times I've read it in magazines. Guys like the chase. You want to make them wait for it. You want to make them chase you. This is completely false and actually will, again, will cut against everything you're trying to do when it comes to seduction. So Mm. men actually don't like the chase. The idea of making somebody chase you is largely based on the idea of dragging some bait and then waiting for the other person to pick up the bait. But there are a few flaws in the model. Presenting something to a guy and then withholding it puts the attention on whatever it is you're withholding and not on who you are as a person. So Mm. that's the first. What do you think about that? So is
0: that basically like seducing him by maybe wearing a bikini or some lingerie or something and then not going through with it? kind of
1: thing it's a little bit beyond the clothing it's it's more about everybody likes to think that they're mysterious that they have an aura of mystery about them and you do this very well and this actually may be one of the tips you give next week it's
0: because i actually have a lot of mystery behind me i think (laughs) seriously yeah no
1: that's fair but i think women are always told you know be mysterious keep him guessing make Mm. things interesting that's fair to a point but if you're trying so hard to conceal, at some point you lose who you are in the process. And that's what makes for a powerful connection with somebody, Mm. whether you're looking for just like you know, one night stand or a long-term relationship was, which is what most people are looking for is that long-term compatibility. If you're withholding things from somebody, you're never going to get that connection because mm. you're never really going to be revealing yourself. I kind of
0: dig that. And I don't think it's the chase so much, but one of the things I do, and this might end up, you know, going into my tip categories, but one of the things that I do is beat down, build up. I'll compliment, I'll compliment, and then I'll Take a strike and I'll say something that might be off the cuff like, "Whoa, I wasn't expecting to do that. Keeps them guessing. That's not the chase, though. No, that's That's just standard. A standard business right there. It's beat down, (laughs) build up and it works. It has them become more attracted to me. I'm a prize to them. You make yourself a prize. And I think that people are getting that chase wrong. They're trying to run the chase game like women. Women will try to run the chase game. They'll try to keep you chasing something, but they're not really executing it properly. They're doing it based on like the way their friends told them to do it or where these magazines tell them to do it or Mm -hmm. they think they shouldn't text the guy back.
1: Oh, that's the worst And then it it turns
0: into like three or four days and the guy's already moving. Like he's moving on. Well, here's the
1: thing. And I, I hate to say this, ladies, but if you're dealing with a or trying to go after a very attractive guy, he's got a lot of options. There are a lot of fish in the sea. And if you go three, four days without answering a text... He's going to be moving on to the next one. So there's no sense in in making him chase you because why would he chase you for the hope of something that he can easily find somewhere else? It's
0: almost like you have to be the one to stand out in his mind. Exactly. So you have to do something.
1: So ready for tip number three? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So this one's going to be a little bit controversial or maybe very controversial, although it, it really shouldn't be. It's kind of sad that it is. And it's embrace your inner femininity. It's it's a shame that we even need to tiptoe around this in, in today's day and age. But somehow it's become a taboo in the United States to say, oh, well, women should be feminine. And I just, I want... Women who out there who are hearing this to hear me out, so competing with a guy, challenging a guy, making him feel emasculated is actually going to re- repel him. It's not going to make I him like it. you more. I can attest to this. He's given me a serious, like true story look. It's so
0: true. It's so true. Now listen, listen, is a little bit of healthy competition is fine. Okay, that's cutesy and all that stuff, but I can't stand it. When a woman like, you know, that I'm that I have an interest in, like a love interest type woman is like legitimately trying to outdo me in certain areas. And honestly, I don't like it when a friend does even even a dude. Right. Like this is supposed to be you win as a team. If they're part of your team, you win as a team. And if I'm talking to someone, courting them, and it's going to be a relationship, I want us to succeed together. This isn't something where we're supposed to be competing. I see it all the time,
1: mm-hmm. where the
0: woman has the male's role in a relationship.
1: Well, and see that competitive or combative or aggressive nature, that's something that guys can get from their other guy friends. They're not looking for that in a relationship. And I so gotcha. if that's what you bring to the table, rather than a positive, upbeat, sunny disposition, that's not going to go well at all. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I see all the time. There's this huge media push, and it's probably been the last couple of decades where women are supposed to be tough and masculine and strong. They should be
0: a little tough, though. They
1: should, but here's the thing. I know plenty of successful attorneys and businesswomen who are very successful in their careers have gone to the top of the, the highest rungs in their companies. They're very feminine. They're very feminine, and they're in touch You're with that side of themselves. You're a example of this. <laughs> Thank you.
0: You have etiquettes, and you act like a woman completely, but you can be ruthless when the time comes.
1: And there's it's it's all about finding that balance. Yeah.
0: Now, just gotta throw this down. This is one thing I see in society. It's pervasive today, and that's the man is playing the woman's role and the woman is playing the male's role. I'm an old school gentleman type. I really am. My grandfather is from Tennessee i was brought up to open car doors flowers i was taught these things and i was also taught to take care of a woman so we should have a ring discussion real quick you cool with that yeah wedding ring discussion it's important to me that when a guy buys a ring for a woman and gets down on one knee and he better get down on one knee (laughs) he should better ask the father these are these are things that has kind of been diluted in our current society but they're very important things now when a man gives the ring. He's not given an expensive ring just for the sake of, hey, will you? Will you give me this ring? They didn't split the cost on that ring. He buys her the ring. Because he says, "I got you i 'm going to take care of you, and if a child comes along, I am going to be the breadwinner of this family too many times today am I seeing men, and I, I think especially being in gyms a lot and in the fitness world, I see a lot of guys that are off in the gym working out, and their girl is making all the money. their girl has the power they 're doing these things it's like i 'm splitting the cost of a ring for my girl. I disagree what do you What is your stance on this?
1: You know, I'm, I'm pretty traditional myself. I think the ring fully on board with you there. I could go both ways on the, being the breadwinner of the family, because we don't know what other circumstances people are up against. Maybe you're dealing with, you know, somebody had an injury and they're, they they can not work. And so mm-hmm. their wife's doing it. Like I, I never judge any there's, of that. There's
0: circumstances that we can't, and I'm not talking about those circumstances. I'm talking about someone who's able, someone who's able and has taken a a different type of ride
1: there's also the circumstance and, and I don't hate on this whatsoever where the father steps up and says hey I want to stay home with the kids and I think that's admirable if the woman has asked career aspirations and the man is sort of doesn't really know what he wants to do and is like I'm happy being a stay-at-home dad that's cool I think that that's fine. We're, but we're talking really more about the winning somebody over. Usually if you're married, have a kid, you're past that stage. This is more the seduction before you get to that stage.
0: I agree. And, you know, we're having kind of a break-off conversation about it because I think these things start at the first date, though. They started. The, they start at the initial meet level. And it's it's like, okay – Buying dinner. Men, we pay for the dinner every single time. I cannot stand this stuff. I go on a lot of dates and the girl will reach across and she'll say, I'm throwing in for half. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? I got this, right? <laughs> it's irritating to me. And it's it shows that this is the type of where this equal opportunist thing, you know, the, it's up to the man to step up and take charge. He needs to fill that role, not the other way around.
1: All right. So just a final point here. What I want to clarify to the extent anybody out there is wondering is what I'm not saying, categorically not saying, is, you know, you don't have to wear pink. You don't have to spend hours doing your makeup. Ryan will be the first person to tell you, I don't do either of those things. I'm quick when I get ready. You know, I'm not saying that you need to be the ultimate girly girl, but embracing your femininity. Ryan, you said at the beginning of the podcast, you asked me if I think sex is one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful, driver of success and driver of status. And and I said, yes. And this is, I'm tying it back here because embracing your femininity is is attractive and it can help you get places in life you're not selling women out you're using what works to your advantage and you can't disrespect that
0: since we're on the topic here we throw a curveball at you when do you think it's reasonably okay for a girl to sleep with a guy what date <laughs>
1: going there yeah,
0: dude what date I'm going there <laughs> I promise
1: why do we do this epi- on your show
0: <laughs> my show will be we'll go there with my show but I gotta ask
1: you know, I don't, I don't really have a firm opinion on that or a rule. I think it's. I've got
0: a firm opinion. And a rule. I'm
1: sure you do. You got a firm opinion on a lot first of First 10
0: minutes or it's over. <laughs> I'm just, I'm totally kidding right there. What is it?
1: Uh, well, I think it really depends on the connection you have okay, with the person. Okay,
0: perfect. You're going to love mine then. I okay. think you can just piggyback on this one because I can tell you don't want to come out and answer this. Realistically, it depends. I think it could be the first date. I think it could be the first date, or I think maybe it could be two, three weeks, months. You have to know what that connection is with that person. Obviously, if it feels magnetic and everything feels right, I think that the the woman has more of a job to do with the background checking of the guy. It's the way it works. A guy is probably out looking for that almost every time. She's got to gauge whether or not he's into her, what, what his true intentions are. But I really think that it's all about that connection. It's all about that connection.
1: But see, I think that's an unfair burden to place on a woman because, again, going back to the mindset issue and part of what will set you up for the best possible chance of success with respect to seduction is not caring and not being so over-analytical with things and thinking, oh, well, what is he thinking about this? And how is this well, going to play out? And five steps down the road, are we going to be dating still? And that's that's destructive when it comes to being okay, I'll Okay, I'll
0: give you that. But at the same time, if the dude is like a known player... Man. That's fair. You can't roll into that experience. And I think that's one thing that a lot of girls do. They see a known player, maybe like me, and then <laughs> what they do there, though, is they see that and they think, I'm going to be the one that ties this one down. If they're expecting too much, just watch your expectations. That's all I that's mean. That's fair. That's all I mean. am not saying I'm a player. That was a total joke, wasn't it? That <laughs> was a joke. I think it was a joke. Okay.
1: Fine. All right. So you want to do your big takeaway?
0: My big takeaway, from a woman's side, I'm going to say what I think the most seductive attractive thing is okay it's being herself this is a hard thing to do in our current society do you agree with me
1: i think that's to very hard absolutely
0: mm-hmm. be herself the version of the woman that i fall in love with the version of the woman i want to spend my time with is the same one that is literally in her pajamas at her house not out not trying to put any facades on makeup's off she's having a good time smiling laughing at herself being goofy if that comes to the initial meeting if I can get a glimpse in there and I'm pretty good at reading people but if I can just tell this one is sure of herself this one's just being herself that will pull me into her and have me wanting to want more more than anything else she can do so my big takeaway for women just be yourself and another thing that being yourself does it wards off people that you don't want in your life If you put on a fake role or you, you know, you're living through the makeup or you're living through an Instagram photo, that relationship 100% of the time will not last because the man is wanting you for someone else. He's wanting a different version of yourself than you're presenting. It's not you. So yourself is the most attractive thing.
1: I love that. That's a great big takeaway. My big takeaway is to remain in control of your destiny, and what I'm referring to here is it's very easy to see ourselves as victims in today's society, and that's never going to make you seductive in the way that you want to be. You have to remember that you're you are in control of your emotions, you're in control of your actions, you're in control of how you react to situations. This means that you're, again, it goes back to being yourself a little bit, but it's just being comfortable In in the situation and not seeking things from somebody else. So going into a relationship or going into a date rather thinking, you know, what can I get from this person or I need this person or I'm craving something from this person that's going to send off a very negative vibe, a very negative energy that's actually going to end up driving the other person away. So being really comfortable with where you're at in your life is probably the number one key to being seductive in my mind is not being blinded by your emotions, your reactions, just being very outward focused because you're internally happy and at a place where, yeah. where you're comfortable. So
0: basically what I'm getting from that is continue to move on your straight line and let the person intersect with you. Don't That's get right. ripped off your line. That's
1: right. Invite them to be a part of your life rather right. than seeking to have them be a part of your and life. that
0: will make them want you that much more exactly I agree mm-hmm. with that and I think kind of it's, it's kind of funny there was a lot of synergy between my point and yours being mm-hmm. yourself and you know not trying to our so, so think about that guys I mean and that that I think your big takeaway is great a great cap off for this because realistically what you're looking for even if it is just for one night what you're looking for is someone's path to intersect with yours and complement where you're going not someone that you have to pull in one direction. I see so many relationships where the people are like bending one person the other way or the bending one person one way or the other and what that causes is causes breakage causes breakage in the person's personality causes breakage in the relationship and ultimately you're putting work and building into something because relationships even if it's a one-night thing these things take time they take your time your effort your money and you're putting them into them and they're collapsing so i fully agree with that i like that find someone stay on your path and let someone else come to your path i love that actually Mm -hmm. That's a great takeaway. I'm ready. I'm ready to drop my 3 tips, oh my, my big God, takeaway I can't is wait fire. To hear yours. <laughs> my big takeaway is fire. And honestly, any questions you want to ask me, any of the listeners, you guys want to help my episode, drop comments on this one. It's going to be so much fun, guys. You're really going to dig it. I appreciate you guys sharing this one. And remember Kate said it herself, sex is the most important thing. Is that what you <laughs> just said?
1: You kind of kind of yanked that out of me but
0: i coaxed that one out of her but either way it's all in good fun and it's all true so i'm really digging this one thank you guys for listening to success convo we will see you on the next episode